0: Managing risk and protecting your profits on a dairy farm isn't always easy, but it's becoming increasingly more important to have a good understanding of milk markets to better protect your profits through more frequent volatile periods. Welcome to the Protecting Your Profits podcast, a brief monthly update where I will take a deeper dive into topics or trends that will help you better understand milk markets and risk management. I'm Zach Myers, Risk Education Manager for the Center for Dairy Excellence. Let's see what's happening this month. Hello, I'm Zach Myers with the Center for Dairy Excellence. Thank you for watching this month's Protecting Your Profits recording or listening to the Protecting Your Profits podcast, whichever you choose or you chose. Uh, Since we're no longer offering all the PYP webinars live, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at the email address you see on your screen. Um, If you have any questions about today's material, if you're listening to the podcast, my email address is zmyers. Z-M-Y-E-R-S at Excellence.org. So again, please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions about the material I, cover, material I cover today. My goal today is to provide an overview of current dairy markets and to review risk management opportunities. This is all public information. And while I may express some opinions, these are, these are not recommendations. Just a quick agenda, same agenda we normally have. So moving into USDA reports and current market data at almost 19.9 billion pounds, U.S. production was up 0.6% compared to May of 2022. U.S. cow numbers were up 13,000 head year over year to 9.43 million cows, which is the same as March revised. Milk production per cow was basically flat, up just half a percent at uh, 2,108 pounds per cow, which is just 10 pounds per cow more compared to last year. Pennsylvania cow numbers are down about 1,000 head from last year and equal to April at 466,000 head. Pennsylvania has been able to maintain its herd size through the first five months of the year. Pennsylvania milk output per cow, unlike the U.S., experienced a slight three-tenths of a percent decrease to 1,885 pounds, this is five pounds less than last year. The 1,000 head decline in herd size coupled with a decreased milk production per cow led to a total production of 878 million pounds or five million pounds less than a year ago. With coal cow prices up and milk prices down, 23,900 more cows went to beef markets through February than did one year ago today. That's eleven at 249,100, that's 11% more than a year ago. Product inventories were mixed in May. May butter stock was up about 14% to nearly 367 million pounds. Cheese stocks were down a percent and a half to 1.49 billion pounds. And April nonfat dry milk was just over 3%, up just over 3% to 309 million pounds. And again, that is an April number. Uh, The main number will be released uh, the 1st of July. On the dairy product price side, at $2.43 per pound, May butter price was 45 cents less than a year ago. The global dairy trade and EU butter prices are both lower than the U.S., price by 34 and 17 cents respectively cheese price is 75 cents less than last year at $1.57 this is 43 cents less than the global dairy trade price at $2 and uh, uh, this has been the case since February for whatever the reason the site I use for the average EU cheese price has not been updated since February so I don't have that to report today at $1.17 uh, per pound, non fat dry milk is 60 cents less than last year, 8 cents cheaper than the global dairy trade price, but 7 cents more than the uh, EU price. April dairy product production. Butter at 295 million pounds is up 7.6%. Cheese at 1.171 billion pounds is down 0.2%. And nonfat dry milk at 199.6 million pounds is up 1.9%. And on the demand side, April. Total dairy product disappearance, butter at 187 million pounds is up 8% year-over-year. Exports were down uh, 50%, so a big drop in exports, and a lot of that is due to uh, uh, competition from the EU. Domestic usage was actually up about 12%, uh, with the uh, uh, total domestic usage accounting for 98% of the disappearance, with a huge drop in, in exports. Total cheese, American style plus other style cheeses at 1.232 billion pounds is up six tenths of a percent year over year. Exports fail 12%. And domestic usage increased slightly at 1.6%, uh, with domestic usage, usage accounting for 93% of disappearance during April. Non fat dry milk and skim milk powder. At 238 million pounds is up 3.6 percent year over year, with exports being down just over nine percent, and domestic usage up a good chunk at 34 percent. And the exports accounted for 62 percent of disappearance uh, because of the the drop in exports with the with the pretty uh, uh, incredible increase in domestic usage relative to a year ago uh, caused exports the total volume of exports to de- decline from 7 from it's normal 70 plus or minus percent to down to 62% of the disappearance. Class 3 and class 4 futures prices on June 26. The class 3 class 3 price the blue line hits its low next month at $14.83 a hundredweight steadily increases to around $18 in November. And then oscillates there around the $18 mark through next May. At $17.15, the 12 month average class three milk price is 76 less than what it was a month ago, um, and below the $18.07 five year average class three price, or the red line, by 92 cents. Class four milk price. Uh, represented by the green line hits its low at $17.80 in August then climbs into the mid $18 range by November where it stays there uh, basically through next May at $18.37 the 12 month average price is 38 cents lower than last month but still a dollar and 1 cent more than the 5 year average of 17.36 which is represented by the purple line on the graph April exports dropped uh, at 185,476 million metric tons of milk solids equivalent. This is down 13% year over year. And with decreased volume and lower uh, milk prices, value dropped 17% to $697.6 million estimated value, which is down year over year for the third consecutive month. The 10 major export categories are skim milk powder and and non-fat dry milk, dry whey, cheese, lactose, whole milk powder, butter, milk protein concentrate, um, infant formula, casein, and fluid milk and cream uh, with exports of all 10 of these major product categories down year over year. Inflation and competition continue to be main drivers for reduced export. The main question currently is how much cheaper do U.S. dairy products have to get to start stimulating uh, international interest again. Now moving on to risk management. The April dairy margin coverage margin was announced as $5.84 per hundredweight. This triggers a $3.66 indemnity at the maximum 9.50 margin coverage. This is roughly equivalent to $2,876 per 1 million pounds enrolled in production history, or about $14,381 for an operation that maxes out that 5 million pound cap. DMC, as of the April margin, DMC provides an additional net benefit of $0.29 cents a hundredweight for a total net benefit of $0.79 cents per hundredweight for the year. Feed cross feed cross actually decreased by eighty four cents to fourteen dollars and eighty six cents per hundredweight compared to March, but as you know, milk drop milk dropped significantly, or eighty cents, uh, with the U.S. all milk price at uh, twenty dollars and seventy cents for the month of April. May margin will be announced Friday, June thirtieth. Based on market closing prices from June 27th, the DMC is now projecting payments each month this year with June margin approaching the catastrophic margin coverage and the July margin being 14 cents below that to $4 catastrophic margin coverage. If July margin stays below $4, it would be the first time in program history to become less than the the free catastrophic $4 DMC coverage. If these margins were to become reality, DMC is projected to provide a net benefit of $3.14 a hundredweight for 2023. This is equivalent to about $31,263 for 1 million pounds of production history up to that tier one cap, or $156,718 for an operation that maxes out that tier one 5 million pound cap. So moving on to dairy revenue protection. 100% 100% class 395 price protected floors are similar across all available quarters, ranging from a low of $17.04 in the fourth quarter of 2023 to $17.15 in the third quarter of 2024, with uh, uh, fourth quarter 2020, 2024 policies not currently available. Volatility in the class three market is making premiums more expensive, with an average premium price on June 27th of uh, 53 uh, cents, or excuse me, June 26th of 53 three three cents per hundredweight. Class four, 95% price protected, floors could for the first three quarters, uh, quarter four, 2023, to second quarter of 2024, are virtually identical. At 17.62 for fourth quarter 2023 and 1765 for both Q1 and Q2 of 2024. The third quarter 2024 price for drops to 1724 with uh, fourth quarter 2024 prices not currently available, just like class three. The average price for premiums as of June 26 is 37 cents per hundredweight. Class four markets are less volatile right now than class three. So uh, premiums are a little bit cheaper for class four than, than they are relative to class three. So with that, that's the end of the uh, information. I would like to uh, draw your attention that the next Protecting Your Profits webinar will be on July 26th at noon with uh, Dr. Haley Springer, Springer joining us to uh, talk about the importance of biosecurity. Dr. Springer is an associate clinical professor at Extension and extension veterinarian, uh, let me start that out. Dr. Haley Springer, associate clinical professor and extension veter- veterinarian, began her academic career after time in both mixed and dairy-only veterinary practice. Her ongoing clinical work prom- primarily revolves around calf health and management of, inf- of infectious disease in cattle. She is also involved in both livestock-related and the vector-borne disease extension work, as well as teaching in livestock production veterinary science veterinary science, and one health courses. Her research interests are in pre-harvest food safety with a focus on managing antimicrobial resistance on dairy and veal, form, veal farms. So given her biography, biography and research focus, it is not surprising that Dr. Springer knows the importance of dairy biosecurity plans. Dr. Springer will be joining me for the next Protecting Your Profits webinar to talk about the importance of biosecurity and give you things to consider when developing a bio, biosecurity plan for your own operation. The next web, webinar will be hosted live on Wednesday, July 25th from noon until one o'clock. So please mark your calendars now for that uh, free live webinar. And with that, thank you for listening to today's uh, webinar recording or the podcast. And again, don't hesitate to reach out with, to, with any questions to me via email.